Each, uh, each day a little rain must fall. But for right now, Jackson, if we're ready, we'll get this thing kicked off, okay? My name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And yes, this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNSA in 1450, 100.5, <coughs> excuse me, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at, eight, at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And you can also send us a text to that number. And our producer will be glad to read it over the air. For those of you who do not wish to be heard live on the air, or maybe you're a little too shy, and that's okay. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And check us out on Facebook. We're on Facebook Live right now at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. You can also download WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go. Listen whenever you wish. And... Andre Crispin, glad to have you back in here. This is the second time you put your name on a ballot. Yes, yes, it is, and, um, and uh, we are uh, optimistic, and we're looking forward to this opportunity to uh, serve the Rutherford County in this role. Right. Uh, of course, this is the seats being vacated. Uh, uh, Donna Scott will Davenport will be resigning or retiring or whatever. That's great. I think sometime in August. That's when it uh, correlates and Absolutely. everything comes together. Yes, that's right. Tell us about yourself. Give me your background. You're, now you're a Middle Tennessee boy, out of Bedford County. I am. I grew up in uh, Bedford County in Shelbyville. Uh, uh, natives there, we call it Shebville. Shebville. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and so uh, we uh, uh, you know, went, went to the, the public school system there, uh, uh, graduated from Shebville Central High School, and came to MTSU in the fall of uh, 1996, uh, and um, have kind of been here. Uh, off and on ever since went to law school and and uh, at Vanderbilt and and then was uh, your degree at, is from Vanderbilt University law school at Vanderbilt and um, amazing and and then you know worked in a public a few other public interest jobs once a stint with the office of general counsel with the Tennessee Department of Health and worked for some local campaigns before uh, I started with Legal Aid Society uh, in April of 2007 so Right, and that's where you were, I think, the last time you came to visit us when you were running. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. I, I uh, uh, worked for them almost 15 years, from right. April of 2007 to December 31st of, of last year. So Okay. Yeah. All right. We've got a call for you already. Jackson, uh, you're on the air live. Go ahead, caller. Hello? Are you there, caller? Hello? Wait a minute, we may have a little a little glitch here. Hmm. Well, maybe they hung up. Caller, if, if we have cut you off or by accident or something, please call back. Please don't be offended. We have this happen ever so often. So please call back and we'll get you straightened out. Okay? Huh. We well, apologize for that. If it's if it's our fault or maybe the caller hung up, I don't know. 
Now, your work experience, you were with uh, Legal Aid. What did that consist of? Because I know, you know, we talked very little about it. Sure. And the reason I have guests up here is because just because guy's on radio, I mean, you know, he knows everything. I can't, <laughs> you know, I mean, you guys do a lot of different stuff. What's, what's happening there? Sure, sure. Well, Legal Aid Society is a general civil uh, legal aid provider for uh, persons who are right at or below uh, the federal poverty line right. uh, uh, for for civil legal cases. So uh, range from anything because it is a nonprofit law firm. So we right. uh, had a lot of grants that ran through and anything from uh, domestic violence cases, orders of protection, uh, divorces where there's been domestic violence, uh, 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 persons who have been denied some type of public benefit, TIN care, uh, SNAP, or otherwise called food stamps, families right. first, unemployment employment, those types of things, evictions from public and subsidized housing, those types of cases that kind of help persons uh, keep their footing and hopefully be able to kind of subsist and provide for their families. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, And that um, legal aid, is that, are you all a network is that like a net, or is it is it a nationwide thing, or how does that work? That's a good question. It, it, we are um, um, about forty-two to forty-five percent of legal aid's funding comes through uh, Legal Service Corporation uh, okay. out of D.C. and they are funded directly from uh, usually the the uh, the, uh, the omnibus bill that's passed by the House and Senate, uh, and then. Uh, legal Services Corporation turns around and funds legal service providers, and there is a legal service provider that covers pretty much every county uh, throughout the United States and, and, and even some of our commonwealths, Puerto Rico, Guam. Uh, now, it may be a situation such as our Cook, the Cookville Legal Aid Office. There's one office that covers 10 counties. Okay, uh, and then, and right, then, okay. And the, and the Rutherford office cover, covers Rutherford and Cannon, so... You know, sometimes yeah, it can be. If you get in more rural areas, you yes. don't have as much population. Absolutely. Understood. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I understand. So, you basically what you were covering here again, Rutherford and Cannon County, which is the 16th judicial that, district. That's correct. Right. Absolutely. Which is is that the same judicial district? Uh, that will cover this this office you're running for. No, uh, 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 it will just be the Rutherford County. Rutherford County. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And. Um, Hang on, we may have a call here. Hold on just a minute. We got a call? Caller, we're going to try and get you on here. Hold on just a minute. Here we go. And go ahead, caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hello, caller. What are we doing here? Caller, we apologize. We don't know. Something's not right here tonight. We don't know what's going on. So, uh, you know, what's up? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway, why are you running for this office? Sure. Well, the the short reason is that um, I believe that we can do a lot better out of Rutherford County uh, as relates to uh, taking care of our children. Um, And uh, that leads to kind of the platform that I'd like to bring to uh, this particular office. It's a care platform. Uh, I care for our children. The C is that we've got to communicate better. Uh, We've got to, you know, I want to partner with schools, uh, both county and city, 
uh, and have quarterly meet the meet the court uh, uh, sessions uh, um, meeting so that they can see the judge in a non-judicial setting. Uh, it's so foreboding for the first time that you run into the uh, to the judge to actually be when that judge is about to make a decision over you. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and that so, can be a bit. That can be a bit intimidating. Absolutely. And hopefully that also will build uh, some accountability. Uh, a, of course, it, it is adjudication. You know, I'm going to have to make some tough decisions. Some decisions that even persons who vote for me, you know, may not come back and. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, you know, right. uh, but uh, that's what I'm willing to do. Uh, I've made tough decisions before. I've, I've been in leadership over ten and a half years uh, through my time with Legal Aid Society, so I'm used to to making those decisions. But I'm going to always make sure we take care of the victim uh, uh, when it's a delinquency matter. We take care of the community, and then uh, R, which is rehabilitation. We want to provide a roadmap, if at all possible, uh, for those minor offenses for for juveniles to get back on into the community, to get back on path if they are willing right. and invested in making a change. And then E is just we want to educate on best practices. I've, I've talked to other juvenile court judges. Uh, I've, I've, I went into and, and, and visited some of their uh, particular courtrooms. And we want to take some of those best practices that I'm I'm seeing in terms of them implement and like to see if some of those things can cross over to this court. Now, you and your wife, you have two children. That's correct. You have two sons. We do. Uh, their ages. Uh, AJ is, uh, Andre the second is uh, 10, and Caleb is uh, 8. He just turned 8 in, um, in January. So. 8 and 10 going on 30. Okay. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> e- eating, eating, eating me and my wife out of the home. You ain't, like brother, I got some bad news for you. You and your wife ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling wow. you, you have not seen anything. <laughs> and your wife oh, works too, right? She is. She is. Yeah, a, that's good because she's going to need to keep that job. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a joint effort to help. And feel. my dear, you better you better pray your husband wins this election because you're going to need. Everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'm telling oh, you, they, they're eating machines. Now oh they my are. goodness! I'm telling you, they yeah. they, they can put it down. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's nothing better. No, that's it's nothing it, better. It's a I'm telling blessing. you, they really are. You know, we were talking before, and we'll talk more. I want. I'm I'm glad to hear what you're talking about about the meetings mm-hmm. with with schools sure. and getting involved and going to meet Andre the guy, That's you know, right. instead of Absolutely. this is Judge Crispin, you know, I mean, right. this is, sure. you know, hey, I'm Andre, how sure. are you doing? Absolutely. And, and just a sports shirt and a pair of khakis, you know. Sure, sure. And, um, you know, uh, okay, I've been pro- uh, Jackson. Our phones are not working, okay? We're not sure what's going on. Uh, uh, we're assuming your calls are not going to work tonight. So, if you want to, you can send us a text to uh, where can they send Jackson Town? Then what? How they can communicate with us, please? What's it? Well, you send a text in if you want to. We can get that. He'll find that for you in a minute. And so, folks, for some reason, our phones—we're having a little glitch here tonight. Okay, uh, but uh, the understanding of the court. Here's how it works. Absolutely. Most things can be, you know, adjudicated and taken care of, hopefully, sure. you know. And, uh, you know, our uh, the, the, the arrest rate here was around 40%, I believe, and I stand corrected on that. Nationwide was only 6 Statewide was only 6%. So we don't want to beat a dead horse. We don't mean to do that. Sure, sure. But obviously there's work to do there. Work and to do. Um, Absolutely. and uh, so whoever 
decides whoever the the voters decide to take this job they're going to have their hands full for the first several months and and you know and now this is an eight-year term that's right that's correct um in addition to the meetings what else because we talked a little bit out there and i mean you've got some great ideas about this sure sure well you know and and you know some of the things that we're we're looking at um uh, is you know looking where we can partner with uh, various partners throughout the community. Uh, I've talked with um, the Boys and Girls Club, right? And, and uh, they mentioned that uh, when I talked to the directors there, that uh, the uh, relationship that they've had with the, the juvenile court uh, has not really been um, current since 2013. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so there is some. Uh, uh, that's a method that we might can divert uh, some children from some of the minor offenses uh, right. uh, yeah. to direct them to that resource uh, so that uh, um, they can, you know, uh, uh, connect. And it's not just a place to go play basketball and, right. or whatnot. Yeah. They have classes mm-hmm. uh, that can help uh, educate per, uh, uh, the children uh, on life skills and those types of things that are very necessary sure. for their development. Of course. Uh, and so there's a mentor there. I, I would love to, you know, and I know this is a budgetary item and I may take some flack from it, but we have a, 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 a mentor there and, and Pastor Mike Davis. I've talked with him. He's, he's part time. But he mentors and he and, and he talks with every uh, uh, child that is being detained there that that agrees to talk with them. Um, um, he can either talk to them if they are open to it in terms of, you know, sharing just life skills, life lessons. Uh, if they're open to uh, hearing from the word of God and they, they broach the subject, he can share about his right. faith there. Sure. Uh, and uh, he is a tremendous man. Uh, uh, actually has a podcast called The Eleventh Hour uh, because he doesn't like the term, and I agree with him, the uh, at-risk kids. He likes to say they're at the 11th hour. And so those are some resources. Those are some uh, kind of kind of low-hanging fruit of ways that we can divert children to kind of connect with these resources in our community as, as opposed to detainment. And there are options that are available. They Absolutely. just need to be utilized. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Now, Jackson has given me this. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. Andre Christmas is with us. He's running for juvenile court justice. You can send your text into Jackson at 615, our regular our regular phone number, 893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And uh, I've got a question here for you when we come back. And uh, let's go to our first series of breaks we can. You're listening to the Edwin Lee Ramer Show. I'm Ed Ramer. Jackson's on the board. Andre Christman is our guest tonight. We thank him for coming in. Back with you in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com that's hello everyone it's ed with private investigations in middle tennessee you know if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag them a run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt Dot com. That's PI of MT.com. 
Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. And we are back with Mr. Andre Chrisman, who's running for juvenile court justice. Andre, question came in How can people donate to your campaign? Sure. You've got a Facebook page and all that. Let's, let's go into all that. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my Facebook page is. Pull up just a second. Um, is I'll go to it so I make sure I get it right. It's Chrisman for Rutherford County Juvenile Judge. Right. Chrisman for Rutherford County Juvenile Judge, and just look that up and go there. And it actually has uh, links if you're on Facebook uh, to how you can email me if you uh, maybe you weren't able to get through today tonight, <laughs> and so you can email me uh, there at drayforjudge at gmail com. Uh, it has my uh, uh, website, campaign website, which is chrismanforjuvenilejudge.com. And so, uh, but uh, there's also my, my treasurer, campaign treasurer. I'm fortunate to have Julie Young, um, and uh, she's working in that capacity. If you do not trust uh, making an online donation, right, uh, yeah. you can, uh, uh, persons who are, <coughs> are interested can uh, send a donation to 3106 Throne Street, uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37129, and address that uh, to Chrisman for Juvenile Judge. For those okay. Interested. Uh, let's see here. Now, let me ask you something. Um, I've got a question here for you. This is on a text, okay? Okay. How will Mr. Chrisman's faith inform his jurisprudence? And two, can you give an applicable Bible example that speaks to this? Hmm. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, my my ju- judicial philosophy is actually taken from Micah six and eight, uh, okay. and it says, "What does the Lord require of thee, uh, but to do justly, um, love mercy, and walk humbly before our God?" Um, I think that uh, uh, that that epitomizes how we should live our lives as as, as 
citizens, you know, whether you are a judge or not, uh, as well as in terms of if I'm making decisions, I want to make sure that I employ justice. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, to just, uh, uh, you know, uh, give favoritism in any, any type of way. I'm going to sure. try to make sure that yeah. we do justly right. If a person has been harmed by a juvenile, I'm going to look at that. I want to protect that particular victim. Um, if a person is before us with a, a minor issue and they can be redirected, I think this court owes it to that child uh, to try to see uh, for that child who's willing to make a change, what, what other community resources can we connect them to to give them the chance to rehabilitate? Um, you know, sure. uh, yeah, absolutely. there are and there are a number of, of resources out there. Sure, sure. If you just know where to look. Sure. Now, I'm sure. not saying everybody should be running around just looking for a source for money or right. free or free free help. Sure. But there are people that need it. Right. They really are. Sure. And by the way, uh, to whoever sent the question, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yeah. We really do. And um, I'll lay these aside. Okay. And but there, there, there's hope. There's help for people out there sure. if they need it. Absolutely, you know. absolutely, and, absolutely. All right. Now let me ask you this: uh, What is your basic understanding of juvenile court? Sure, sure. My, my basic understanding of, of juvenile court is uh, it's uh, it handles uh, uh, unruly and depe- uh, uh, unruly and delinquency cases. Right. Uh, unruly is, are, are what most persons think of as status offenses, uh, offenses that would not be an offense except for that particular child's uh, uh, position as a child. You know, mm-hmm. p- possession right. of tobacco, running away from home. Those types of things. Truancy. Truancy. Those would be. uh, And we're talking about, you know, incredible truancy here. We're not talking about a kid maybe skipped a day of school. Sure. I think think to even even hit that statute or the touchstone for that statute has to be missed some some amount of days or whatnot. So so, uh, those types of cases. Then you have the delinquency, which are cases that basically they, they are. Uh, violations of the law, the criminal law, sure. it, it, but they're just not considered that because of the person being a minor. So they they are they are looked at as uh, um, whether that child is delinquent or not. Um, and then you have um, dependency and neglect uh, cases which come before the court, uh, which have to deal with uh, the care and, and custody of the child, and uh, you know those types of things. And then of, of course there's there's uh, uh, child support. There's visitation, there's custody uh, for unmarried parents because juvenile court has that sure, uh, jurisdiction right. for, for yeah. those particular types of cases. Yeah. So you're not div- you're not deciding this court does not decide necessarily in a divorce situation. That's not your that's not your situation at all. No, no. Because some people get confused about that. Sure, sure, sure. No. And again, I think that's a good thing for your your, your quarterly meetings. Absolutely, absolutely. Let them know, you know, hey, we're not here. Absolutely. To try and get mommy and daddy back together again or, or you know, adjudicate sure. their divorce case. Sure. That's not the case. Absolutely. No, We're concerned only about the children. The children. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, okay, I've got another question here for you. And uh, thank you again, f- folks, for doing this. We appreciate you sending these in. How many juveniles? Now, this is getting to what I was going to ask you. Uh, okay. It concerns our massive growth. Okay. Uh, how many juveniles come before the court system in a typical year? Is this percentage in Rutherford County higher or lower than the state or national average? Do you know? That's a good question. That's a really, I have no idea. That's a really good question. Um, I, d- I don't have that. I don't have that statistic. 
Uh, we don't, you know, and, and we should have. Yeah, I should have looked that up. I should. I, no, I, I should have. Being a host, I should have done that. Sure. That's a good question. And we need to know that because we're having massive growth. I had wondered, is it possible we may have to have another juvenile court set up for the cases that are out there? Folks, if anyone knows the answer to that, you're more than welcome to send it in to Jackson. He'll get it to us. Uh, and thank you for the question. We appreciate it. And if I get that person's email and if, if we don't get that answer to it, I will research and try to get back to them. So. I'll give that to you. I'm handing it to him right now, folks, you. if you're watching on Facebook Live. Thank He's you. got your phone number. And, uh, you know, please keep keep it coming, okay? Uh, because, Andre, with, with the changes, the growth we're seeing, I don't see how that court – I mean, you, they're already – they've been talking about adding a fifth general sessions judge sure. already for the last couple of years. Sure, sure. Um, anywhere you go, any agency in Rutherford County is, is – I mean, they're crammed in there like sardines. Right, right. You know, you go to pick up a new set of tags, which I'm going to have to do this month, and you will probably stand in line. Yeah. Used to – you know, if you went at the first of the month or the end of the month, you know, you, you might have a line sure. back in the old days. Sure. But – Today, you can go the 15th, the 16th, the 18th, whatever, and you're going to stand in line probably. Sure, sure, And it's, sure. I mean, yeah, it's, and, it's, and the window, it's not that they've got seven or eight windows and only one or two are open. No, those, those ladies are working. They're working. It, yeah. It's explosive growth. It's unbelievable. It is. And uh, there's no days off in, in county government. I'm sure there won't be in that job uh, when you get it, too. Sure, Because sure. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I don't see how you can go uh, because you you can only handle so many cases. You know, a man or woman can only listen to so many cases a day. Right. You sure. Know. Sure. Sure. And uh, well, sure. Uh, any other challenges you see? Well, I mean, I think that's a challenge. I I, I think we do need to and, and the the TCA uh, thirty seven which which deals with uh, uh, the juvenile court. I think we want to divert as many cases that really shouldn't be there. Exactly. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. You know, let's let's not have them clogging up the system. Sure. You know, I agree. And there are, are, are parameters that are built in in terms of, uh, uh, you know, before the, the case gets to that uh, uh, magistrate or judge that we need to filter out, redirect uh, so that, uh, you know, that's not something that slow us down so that we can take time on those, you know, those uh, dependency and neglect cases, which are going to take a long time um, when you're dealing with, you know, the possible removal of a child away from the care and custody of parents and those uh, types That's of a things. massive decision. Though, though, and, they, and they take a long time, yes. you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and talking with uh, persons uh, from, from CASA or whatnot. So <clears throat> those are the cases that, you know, more time needs to be, and if we can kind of help free up some of this time. It's not an easy, there's no easy button for this, no. but I think there's some things that we can begin to kind of pinch off and say, you know, this is kind of clogging up uh, our efficiency. Most of the time, yeah. unfortunately, if you're standing before a judge, things have already gotten so far out of whack. Sure. Now, now yeah. sometimes that's not the case. Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I saw a case one of all things, and I don't know what made me watch because I don't, I don't watch day, daytime TV as a rule. Sure. Other than the price is right, and uh, <laughs> it's a good something, one. About, something about that big wheel. Just you know, I see people walk up and look at it like they're looking at the throne of the Lord. You know, look at that wheel. You know, yeah, my you aunt know. was on. My aunt was on the uh, Price is Right. Did she win anything? Yeah, my late aunt was, uh, was on. She, I think, she won a lawnmower. 
Her. Really? Yeah, she did. They think she won a lawnmower. You're kidding me, man. No, no. Sitting here next to greatness and don't even know him. I, did, I didn't make it on it, but my, my aunt and uncle went, and she got on the show, and, and she got called up. You know, Anybody who knows Sharon Christman knows that, that that's her personality. And she, she if, it, if, if anybody's going to be picked out of an audience, it would have been her. So, absolutely. She, she, she was a delight. So, yeah. But uh, this was a daytime, one of those daytime legal shows. Okay. And uh, this is back the the Judge Wapner days. Okay. 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 When it all first started. Mm-hmm. And Wapner, whether you liked him or not, I, I tend to think he was a pretty decent guy. He'd sure. been a judge for years. Sure. Sure. And this guy came in and had a case uh-huh. that had a case that said, you know, um, uh, in the end, uh, the man was in, he, he was an attorney, uh-huh. and he brought this case. It was like over ten dollars. Ten dollars. Now you talk about wanting to be on TV bad. Right, right. I mean, we're on Facebook Live right now. That's enough for me. Okay, you know, we're supposed to start streaming live one of these days. I don't know when. Sure. But and and Judge Walton was going to said, "Sir, ten dollars." <laughs> I said, "Please, right. please, are you are you kidding?" He said, "Well, sure. the principal he owes me ten dollars." You know. Sure. You know, and you feel like, look, here, here's 10 bucks. Here, I'll, I'll give you the 10. Will you just go on? You got right. on TV. Right. Okay, so what? Right, right. It, some people, you sure, know, sure. I don't know some of these sure, folks, sure. you know. I've had some divorces like that where it was over, you know, a certain glassware or, um, you know, uh, a TV stand, so. <laughs> that that's what that was what's holding up no, the the proceeding. No, that's no. what's moving had, forward. Well, we've had it happen, and and it happens yeah. uh, with um, when uh, in, in wills and and, and trust and things. Sure, sure people. Sure. <clears throat> I've had attorneys tell me, and you've you've probably seen it. Yeah, families torn apart by sure. an old picture or or right. a wristwatch right. or or right. a ring or right. something like that. An old shotgun, right? You know. It's not the value; it's more it's the sentimentality. The sentimentality yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, you know that's one thing. I, I, I've said it before here, and I'll say it again. I'm so proud of our family. Yeah. We, mom and dad, had a lot of that settled before they ever, they ever got to that that point of being sick or, sure. you know, sure. stuck in a nursing facility or whatever the case sure. might be. We had all that taken care of. Me and my brother who decided we're just not going to do that. We're yeah. not going to go that route. That's cool. It's just, it's a waste of it's a waste of time. Right. And there's just no sense people torn apart and not speaking to each other and all right. that. You know? Right. Right. All right, you're getting a lot of questions tonight, Andre. Thank you all for your questions. This sure, is a hot topic. You. This 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 seat this 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 is going to be a very good race. I have a feeling. Yes. Uh, this <laughs> last question. <laughs> Attended a veterans court graduation on Friday. Okay. Okay. Is there any chance to do something like this for our youth, similar to veterans court through programs, counseling, essays, etc.? And I don't know anything about that. You would, you might know. Sure, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, sure take a look at it. He's reading over your question, folks. If you're watching on Facebook Live, <laughs> I think there's a potential. I, 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 I think we should, you know, move beyond the box. And and I'm going to be open, you know, sure. to see in terms of what we can bring. Um, I think there's a, a lot more attention needs to definitely be paid to that uh, kind of, uh, you know, 
those cases that are coming in once again, and I, and I revert back to that, where they, they're minor issues right. or whatnot, uh, uh, or even things that, that it's a repetitive situation of something like, you know, truancy or, or whatnot. How sure. can we direct, re- redirect them to resources um, to be a, a more problem-solving court? Uh, for for some of those issues that are not obviously the the, the serious violent you know issues that a, a juvenile sure. uh, has uh, has committed so uh, you know and and obviously mental health uh, you know th- as far as I know that there's no juvenile mental health court uh, but uh, right. there there usually is uh, some kind of uh, co-occurrence with with committing you know uh, uh, an act that may be considered delinquent or may be have to be uh, 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 adjudicated to whether it's delinquent or not and that uh, child also having you know some type of mental health issue sure and, and so those right. are going to be you know the, the times where you really got to 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 see how how creative can we be within the bounds of the law uh, and the uh, rules and structure of the juvenile court to <coughs> Uh, to help, you know, make that right treatment, you know, referral, you know, sure. or re- rehabilitation for that youth as opposed to, you know, just kind of locking them up. Well, and here's the thing, too. We forget children have mental situations as well. Absolutely. They suffer from depression and Absolutely. things of that nature. Medications. Get off medications. Sure. We've all seen this happen. Sure. And it happens to young people. It does. You know, it does. You think, oh, they ain't no problem. They're going to school. You know, right. not, not true. Well, see, I mean, my you and wife, I may have had a normal childhood, <laughs> I mean, but we, you know, right. but some children do not. You know. My wife is actually a uh, ACES counselor. Uh, oftentimes she may refer to herself as mental health, but um, that stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. Uh, and she's been with Murfreesboro City Schools for, for six years, right. helping children through a, a program called the Bounce Back Program. And they're dealing with children. You know, a lot of children have uh, adverse childhood experiences, but but they really concentrate on those who've had these experiences and, and, and it creates trauma in their life. You know, and so right. they're meeting with them to uh, support them and to equip them with tools that can help them, you know, through their situations in a home where there's domestic violence or abuse or neglect. Oh, my goodness, or yeah. Mama has three or four men running through the house every week or, uh-huh. you know, those types of issues, you know. And, yeah. and all all children have at least one ace because they're going to school in a time of a pandemic. So, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The last two years have been, yeah. I Absolutely. mean, you know. And, and your, your sports teams, a lot of them didn't know they were going to be playing a game the next day or not. Right, you know. right. I mean, MTSU girls were sitting waiting to unload off the bus. I think they were in Florida mm-hmm. a year and a half, two years ago. And they said, game's been canceled. you got to go back home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. how drastic this thing got. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. I mean, uh, and at a great expense, sure. too. Sure. Sure. It's it's cost us all. So, but I, I was looking on sixty minutes tonight before I came in. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're beginning to finally, and I, I guess people are trying to hear me say this, <laughs> to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. I, I think we are, and through our, the CDC and and right. you know the doctors and scientists around the world. Sure. It's not just here in right. in in Middle Tennessee. This has been going on around the world. Absolutely. They've had some of the best medical minds working on this that's sure. on the planet, sure. Sure. and I think we're finally starting to see the. You know they're they're honing in on it, and we pray, we pray that that things are turning, taking a turn. I'm for telling the better, you, yes, you know? I agree. I, yeah. It can't happen soon enough for me. <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, I think we've kind of covered this. I ask you what challenge or you know your uh, basic uh, challenges you see, but uh, what may you want to run for juvenile judge? Sure, sure. Uh, as I, as I mentioned before, I think um, 
and obviously we won't delve into it, but in terms of when the ProPublica piece came out, um, uh, well, it's kind of, let me go, go back. If, okay. If you'll no, please, me. go ahead. You know, back in about 2019, uh, I was at home with my wife, and uh, um, I'm working as the pro bono director uh, with Legal Aid Society, and I told my wife, I said, hey, hey, baby, I said, you know what, if I was to ever run again, I said, I would like to run for juvenile court judge. Uh, and I said, I'd like to do that because uh, I think that would be uh, an opportunity to, to divert children, you know, who, uh, you know, have kind of messed up or whatnot, but they, they invested in, 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 in wanting to make a turn for the better. I said, sure. that's really the last stage to do it because once they get to uh, uh, general sessions or circuit or chancery, it really is too late, almost too late, right. you know, to make that turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I said that, I'm happy with my job. Um, uh, our, uh, Judge Davenport is, uh, uh, just has a stellar reputation. You know, we know about the thing that happened with Hopgood, but uh, I think most of the community thought that that was kind of a, a issue that was really more with the Murfreesboro Police Department. We didn't, I don't think, to that. That is that's what I thought. I did. The ProPublica you know. article just kind of blew it out of the water in terms of how deep it went uh, to kind of the orders that was uh, reflected and, and, and what the officers were to abide by in carrying out, um, you know, arrests. But when I saw that, uh, you know, so fast forward, when I saw that in, uh, two years later when, from when I made my that statement to my wife in 2021, you know, I had a time of prayer, uh, you know, and consecration. Mm-hmm. I talked it over uh, with my wife. I was at peace with it, with the Lord. And, and then, you know, knowing that uh, Crystal was behind it and uh, was a support going to support me with it that meant the world and I sure. I said I think this is the time to to, to make a change for Mar- Rutherford County this, we, we're, we're better than this I think you know to, to quote Reagan I, I think we are a city set on a hill you know and I think we can be a shining example that was that was something that has happened to us but our our, our, our community knows it and we like to see surrounding communities and the national uh, uh, spotlight since it's been on us let them know we can rebound and we can turn things for the better and it's not going to happen and, and if i'm fortunate enough to get elected it's not going to happen in year one but we are going to start making some changes sure. to, to turn the page uh, with the delivery of juvenile services and you know the big thing about that too <coughs> everybody and their grandma is moving here right sure, they love sure. the school system That's they right. love mtsu absolutely so many people come here they attend mtsu absolutely. and say you know i think i'm gonna make my home here it's it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. Yes. Their enrollment is just. Dr. McPhee and his wife have done just a fantastic job they over have, there. They have. And I'd love to have him on sometime, and you know, yes. just let him just sit over there and just talk. Sure, you know, because sure. there've been so many changes for that university. Oh my goodness! And really you're looking at the same thing in this yeah, job sure, because sure. I, I do I do foresee. Now that we think about it. I foresee another juvenile court coming up. I, I don't know how you're going to to avoid it with the, the massive. You got like fifty thousand students in this. Sure, you know, fifty thousand is just in county, you know, uh, alone. Right. So right, yeah, absolutely. And you know, and folks, let's be honest about this. And this gentleman here and I both know the last place you want to be is in a courtroom. That's right. That's right. Parents, the last place you want to be, well, I'll take you to court. Yeah, yeah, I know that sounds great. <laughs> sounds all romantic and all that stuff. Believe me, it's not It's not what you think it is. That's right. That's and right. I urge you, 
if this gentleman, when this gentleman wins this thing, go to these meetings. Because I'll tell you what, I may even show up and just protest, just to shake things up a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We're here to help. Oh, there's always one. There's always one. I want to be that one. And <laughs> I wouldn't do you that way. You know oh, that. Me. No, I stay away. No. Hey, I get my hate mail here. That's good enough. Thank you. <laughs> but. You know, uh, it, th- those ideas are important. That's right. And to to see these judges and 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 law enforcement officers, the SRO officers, right. all these people. That's right. You know, look and let's face it, we've heard it a thousand times before. Come on, Andre. Mm. Good, you know, good childhood. It starts at the home. It, it, it's true. It uh, starts absolutely. at home. Absolutely. And absolutely. you know, you don't have to. You know, beat your child and all that. That That's doesn't right. have to be that way. My dad never did that. Our dad made mom do it because he would. Sure, <laughs> he sure, sure, sure. And you know, I'd overstep my bounds when mom. Right. She, yeah. she broke a yardstick on me. <laughs> dad laughed at her, and she went and got a bigger yardstick. Uh-oh. That wasn't much fun. Uh oh. I got my fair share of spanking, so I I, I know what that's like. We could have had our parents in jail. You know that, don't you? (laughs) I'm not going to comment. My father's father's resting in heaven, but my mom's here in the community, (laughs) so uh, no comment. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, I'm telling you. But it it was a different time. I think you and I came from the time, especially if you were in Bedford County, uh, because I was a little small – Community, born in Muhlenberg County, Kentucky, raised in Hopkins County. Okay. <laughs> and I am proud to say, by the time you got home from school, if you got, if you had a situation, because we had small communities. I know what you're going. Everybody right. went to church together. Everybody sure. went to ball games together. Sure. The kids played ball or whatever. Sure. And all the parents knew all the teachers, and the teachers and the principals knew the parents. And by the time you got home... <laughs> <laughs> How'd it go in school today? Yeah. Well, I went great. Right, right, right. And they can not what I heard. <laughs> I see, you know, these people, right. we had actual landline telephones, and these parents and teachers used these things. Yeah, they you know? sure did. They I could have had them in court, Andre. They sure did. They sure did. <laughs> That's disclosing pertinent information. <laughs> That's but true. they did. It, your, your parents, they... Yeah. You didn't hide anything. No, no, you know. no. It, it's, you know, th- that that's a time that uh, you know it, it it's nostalgic. You know, in terms of how we grew up. I remember one time. You know, it it was something that just kind of occurred to me. But obviously, my my mother and father. Uh, did this very intentionally is that uh, you you had to have you know because they know children would would hide the report cards (laughs) so we we had the written report and it had to be signed by the parent and brought back the next day right and and I looked at my report card and I and I noticed something the first three times because we we had six six week periods when I was in in Bedford County right the first three times my mother signed the uh, report card but the last three uh, times that I got report my, court, my report card, my father signed it. Right. You know, and and so it, it, to me that was a, a clarion message, you know, to the teachers and principals is that we're paying attention, both of us, right, or whatnot. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is not something that's just the true. quote unquote for the woman to do or the mother to that's do. That's right. But that's my true. dad is a very vocal. He was very. In fact, many times he was even more vocal than mom in terms of y'all are going to take sure. care of business. You're not going right. to be cut ups. You know, you you're going to work hard, and when you don't, you know, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have a come to Jesus meeting. You know, over that's that. That's exactly right. That's yeah. missing it. But but I tell you what, we've got to do because you just gave the statistics of how 
where, where our, our city's growing. I think I've heard maybe like 27 persons are moving here a day. It's something you know, like that. It's way uh, on up Which there. is phenomenal. What we've got to do, though, is even while pushing the importance of whether it's mom or dad or grandma or grandmother or auntie who's raising the children, right. we also have to have plan B, and there's just no getting around it, is a call to our community partners, our faith partners, you know, True. our community volunteers, people like Ed Raymer, who've raised successful children, to say, hey, we still need the village. Right. You know, because, True. you know, we're going to push and we're going to advocate and we're going to tell mom and dad and, and, and try to point to them. I'd like to have some resources available at my quarterly meet the, meet the judge meetings for, for them, for True. parents and guardians, you know. But we also need to have that second tier, which is the village to say, hey, what, you know, those are your coaches, you know, hey, you know. It may take a little time with, with little Timmy or Johnny or Sally or Susie, but, you know, that five-minute talk that you have with them just after you've, they've played or practiced, say, how are you doing with your grades? You know, right. we, we gotta become, we've got to become that village because the people are coming. You know, the, the family structure, while we're praying for it and hoping for it and supporting, we know that it's eroding in many places. It's exactly and so right. if we don't have – volunteers to hey step up and it's not the teachers all the teachers responsible we know this but we as a village of rutherford county we've got to step up and say hey we don't want our children or we want to save as many children as we can from falling through the cracks and so i will want it's going to be a call to the community to partner with the, the juvenile court uh to help with with this endeavor because it's going to take all of us you know and that's another thing um at our house, and I'll bet you all did too, mm-hmm. we pretty well, just about every night, the whole family sat down at the dinner table. We did. We did. And I we heard did. a man, he said recently, and I forget where it was, I don't even know, but mm-hmm. said, you know, occasionally at the dinner table, mm-hmm. ask your kids, kids, how are you doing? Right. right. How are you doing? Right. Right. You know. Absolutely. And I've got to where I ask our children, even though they're grown, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how are you doing? Sure. Is sure. everything okay? Sure. You know, because we have an opioid problem that is, is out of control. It is. Fentanyl is, I mean, it's, it's, two grains of sand can kill a person. It's unbelievable. It and it's, it's, it's just tragic, sure. you know. But how are you doing? That's right. You know. That's right. That's and right. I'll tell you what happened. That's absolutely right. Our son turned around at dinner time and said, how are you doing, Dad? <laughs> well, now that you, if you got an hour, <laughs> but that's a, that's a good sentiment, you know. Yeah. And, and 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 I'm a, I'm learning in, in terms of this parenting thing as a go. I mean, my 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 oldest is ten, but but just trying to connect with them and 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 you know try to to to, to build closer relationships exactly day by right. day. I, yeah. I don't have the handbook, and I, I'm I'm definitely and I and I t- will tell Andre and Kayla. I said, hey, your your mom and dad, you know, particularly your dad, is not perfect. You know, yeah. we we we're learning this thing to parent, and when I mess up with them in terms of or, or I, if I accuse them of doing something and they haven't done it to say I'm sorry but, right. but to continue to try to build bridges you know um, and, and don't take anything for granted I think that's what your question really gets to well and you know uh, like I always say you'll never know if you've been a good parent until you're finished when your kids are grown that's, that's when you'll know that's good that's good that's when you'll know that's good and did I do a good job oh boy I hope I'm doing the right thing here you know that's good. and sure. You'll know. We're going to take our last series of breaks. Mr. Andre Crispin is here. He is running for juvenile court justice here in Rutherford County. And Jackson's on the board. Take our final break. We'll be back with you right after this. Stay with us, please. 
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com familylegal.com. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we are back. Jackson, thank you. You did a good job on the board tonight. We had some problems with our phones, folks. We'll get this taken care of. The station will take care of that later on. And, uh, Andre Chrisman running for juvenile, juvenile court justice. Thank you, Andre, for doing this thing. I know Sunday's a busy day. This sure. man also pastors. You pastor a church, I believe. That's and, correct. And I know it's Sundays because our, our father pastored a church, so we know what it's, you know, awesome. it's a long, hard day. Sure, sure. No sure. day of rest for the pastor. <laughs> uh, anything else? We're in our last just four or five minutes here. Anything else you'd like to add to this or, you know, take away from it? I'm just thankful for every uh, person um, in our community in, in this journey. Uh, it takes, uh, and I know we haven't even gotten into the full spring and summer season, but sure. uh, for every person I've gotten to talk to, obviously, Ed, you allow me to come on the show. Uh, I'm appreciative of that uh, time and space that you allow me. More than welcome. Uh, uh, all the officials and community leaders that I've talked to this point, uh, it has been educational. I've, I've, I've got, I've called it my listening tour, and so I have right. uh, notes yeah. from all those conversations in my iPad and uh, 
reviewing those. And, uh, you know, I, I just would like to see us come together as a community. Uh, uh, this is a very important seat, you know, and, and I believe that I have the vision, I have the experience through the community boards that I've served on. But most importantly, in terms of when I talk about care, it's not just an acronym to, to describe my, my platform. But but I also I, I care about people. You know, I care about, you know, right. I've been in, being in management for over 10 and a half years and also being a pastor. You, you have persons who you uh, you have charge uh, over in terms of their supervision and, and have come to learn that if you can't support them and undergird them and make sure that they have the tools necessary to perform, whatnot, you're, you're not a good leader. I didn't know, I, I can't say that I knew that from the beginning, but over time, you know, it became how can I better support the people that I'm in charge of supervising? And so I want to also make sure, along with caring for the children, want to care for the clerk's office, you know, uh, right. that, that serves that particular court. Uh, the attorneys to treat them with respect uh, uh, that uh, appear before me uh, because we've become such an uncivil society. I know, know it. That yeah. is, that is that important, is true. you know, for yeah. us to treat each other with civility and common courtesy, you know, and that's missing from our dialogue and our human relations. And I hope that uh, my record uh, uh, in leadership over the past decade uh, uh, with the various offices I've held will will give testament to the fact that I treat people like I would right. like to be treated. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. And I've been out there in that court because I've served papers out there sure, in that sure. court to some of the attorneys, which uh, I don't do now. Okay. And you're exactly right. The only reason I got out of, I got out of it is because people had grown so arrogant. Sure, sure. You know, sure. it's uh, – and I, uh, frankly, I just got tired of it. Right. And, you know, right. but let me tell you something. There's days you go out to that court and it's a busy place. Sure. sure. It's full. And this, I'm going back 10, 12 years now. Right. I mean, and it's getting busier every day. Sure. I would imagine because I go right by there. We live on, my wife and I live at South Church. Sure. And that, the court sits there, of course. And that parking lot, lots of days, is packed. Right. Okay. Right. Right. And, right. but, you know, to get parents involved and engaged, go to your PTA meetings, PTO, PTA, whatever it is. Absolutely. I forget. But to get, you know, I had a lady tell me once, <clears throat> she had gone through, because she was a teacher, mm-hmm. fine woman. Okay. Um, our boys played on the same little league baseball team together. Okay. And then she had an older son, mm-hmm. and she had taught starting in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and she went up in, in the age groups, okay. and she went and then finally wound up in high school. Okay. And she had had students through all those 11 or 12 years. Okay. And had never meant the parent not one time. Wow, wow! I can't imagine that didn't work with my parents. Sure, sure. You know, no, no. Dad may not have been to every PTA meeting, sure. but he popped popcorn at the ball games, and everybody, like I said, we, we, it was a different time then. Right, of course, I understand. Right. Sure, sure, small town, everything else, but we can have that again. That can take yes, place. These can. schools are important. Absolutely, they're their own little community. Absolutely, and oh, I'm telling you. Uh, with students, I saw, you know, I've, I've told this, and I'll tell you, I guess a lot of viewer, listeners and viewers are tired of hearing it. I saw a school bus stop one day at a local apartment complex mm-hmm. right out here, on War, the one at the end of Warrior Drive. Mm-hmm. Kids started getting off that bus, and I know he unloaded a third to half of his cargo right there. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen so many kids in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All ages. Sure. I mean, I said, man, this is just one bus. One bus. At one stop. At around 3.15, 3.30 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. This is going on all over Rutherford County right sure, now. Sure. 
I don't know, man. <laughs> this wow. is a bunch of kids, it's you know. Kids. And, and enrollment's right at close to 50,000. Sure, sure, sure. And that's just, again, again, just the that's county, county, county right, kids. Right. Not county or city children. Sure. So, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to have to be getting out of here. I wish you luck. Thank you. We really do. We look forward to having you back in a few months. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if you haven't decided, just hang it up. <laughs> but I encourage you to do it. And you're exactly right what you've said with helping people. People, friend, these parents need encouragement. That's right. And my wife and I have tried never to forget that because, you know, when ours were coming up, and I know today it's tougher and, and – you know, uh, I'm you, I'm not jealous at all of having an eight and a ten year old. Sure. You know, right. but you'll get there, and that's just oh no! And look at it, it's good on the it's job. Good encouragement to it's hear good, that. It's good on the job training. <laughs> every day, every day. Boys, get ready. They good Daddy, boys. They Daddy, good boys. I love them. Daddy's temper may be getting shorter as time goes by. <laughs> Hopefully, it won't come to that. Andre Christman has been our guest tonight. We hope to have him back again. Thank you so much. So glad to have you here. Best to your wife, to your children, to all of your family. Absolutely. We'll be, we will be having him back, hopefully. Jackson's been on the board. My name is Evan Lee Raymer. For the Ed Raymer for the Evan Lee Raymer Show. Till next Sunday at 8 o'clock. I'll see you down the road. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the places I love to 